0: Everyone, welcome to Reservations. I am your host Rain Wayland, and I'm joined by my lovely wife Ashley.
1: You could have given me a better
0: introduction than that. <laughs> How? I'm just joking. Oh my god. Anyway, um, so we decided uh, a long time ago, when I first came up with this idea uh, for the podcast, that. Since me and Ashley are really big Harry Potter fans, or Potterheads, I think is what is the fan term. Do you know? Sure. No one can see you shrugging.
1: Oh, I was shrugging.
0: <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, you guys bear with me. This is the first time I've done a podcast, so...
0: Yes. I apologize. Um, we planned this episode when I first started recording, but uh, we just never got around to actually recording it, especially since we went to Universal Studios and got to see all the Harry Potter stuff. So mm-hmm. so we decided to not only talk about Harry Potter, um, but also to rank the eight movies um, in from first to eighth, from first to last, in a way we think works. Uh, we're not going to be talking about the two Fantastic Beast movies because those came out after the Harry Potter series ended. So we feel like to make the episode a little bit more streamlined. We're just going to be talking about the Harry Potter movies, so...
1: Yes, just the movies, not the books. Just the movies.
0: Oh, yes. I should have mentioned that. Or did I say movies? Yeah, make sure movies. I'm not. I'm not paying attention to the words <laughs> coming out of my mouth. Um, yes, just the movies. So we're not going to really get into the books, just the movies. Um, so, uh, then, since this is Ashley's first time, I will let her <clears throat> go first with her first one, favorite one.
1: Okay. So... My, I have a list. I don't know why I'm looking at the mic. I keep looking at the it's mic fine. like it's another person. It's fine. <laughs> so.
0: Jeremy does the same thing.
1: <laughs> you just, like, called him out. I know.
0: I mean, <laughs> Shots you, fired. It's because he's not going to listen to this.
1: Um, okay, so first off, my number one ranked is 2005 Goblet of Fire.
0: Okay. Can I ask why?
1: Um. Well, it was my favorite of the movies um, just because it's the first movie where we kind of get a glimpse into the wizarding world outside of the UK oh,
0: because yeah. up until
1: then it's just little you British boys and girls that are witches and wizards so that was nice that you got to see dumb Dumbstrang, and um
0: the other school that I can't Fleur ever remember yeah. From, yeah
1: and you go see yeah Bobans and you also got to see other creatures um I also like that that was the first time that like you know Voldemort was in his like full form. Yeah. We saw Ray Fiennes as Voldemort fully for the first time. And I don't know. I just I like that one. It's got dragons. It's got mermaids. It's got Moaning Myrtle as well. So <laughs> that one has always been my personal favorite.
0: That's interesting. I just find that really interesting just because it was the the fourth movie up to that point. I mean it definitely um, it, it definitely changed a lot for the series. I mean That was the first time a Harry Potter movie had been PG Mm thirteen, which I remember that my parents were very adamant about potentially not letting me see in two thousand five because I would have been it was twenty four years ago. I was twenty four. No, I can't do math. Brain can't math today. I apologize. So I was twelve. I was twelve years old. Um. So for me. Oh, and I didn't explain it. We're gonna go one for one. So Ashley's gonna do one, then I'm gonna do one. Yes. So my favorite one, my top number one uh, of the eight movies, in I'm worried people might think this is a cop out, but I don't care. Uh, is the Deathly Hollows Part Two? That, <laughs> the reason why that one's my favorite, um, and I could rewatch that one whenever, is just because. I mean, part one was great, but part two, like, we really saw all of everything that part one was building up to mm-hmm. being paid off. So, like, the emotion of losing Dobby at the very yeah. end of part one. Um, Just, like,
1: the closure of it all.
0: Yeah, you know, and we see the final battle between Voldemort and Harry that we've been wanting since the Goblet of Fire.
1: Well, I think it's interesting that you have that listed as number one because it's number seven on my list. Really? (laughs) Which we'll get to later.
0: (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, then, you know, we got to see, you know, Harry and Ron and Hermione as, you know, adults at the very end of it. I kind of wish there would have been some interaction between Harry and Malfoy when They're sending their kids off to Hogwarts, I, and supposedly I read that there was going there's supposed to be like an interaction between them, kind of like a mutual. I know respect. That there was supposed to be
1: an interaction between Harry and Dudley.
0: Oh, yeah, well, that, I think that was supposed to be in part one,
1: but then well, either way, but it never happened. Yeah, they cut it
0: yeah. ultimately, but yeah, so yeah, so this is the Hollows part one, uh, is my favorite. You mean part two? Did I say part one? Yeah. Yeah, I meant part two.
1: Okay, so I have no, my number one is Goblet of Fire. Rain's number one is Dudley Hall's part two. My number two is Prisoner of Azkaban. Ooh. Just because um, you get introduced to Sirius Black and he's. old Oldman. Yeah. And he was probably one of, not my number one favorite character because that's Luna, but he's a close second, my favorite character of the films. And so I think that's kind of why that's number two.
0: Yeah. Any any other thing for, about it, or is it just... No,
1: it's just straight series black. It's
0: just Gary Oldman. <laughs> I mean, I would... I would well, probably... I mean,
1: and that's also when you get introduced to... I mean, that's also the movie with the Marauder's Map. Uh-huh. And you get introduced to um, more of the history.
0: Like that, that happened with Harry's family.
1: Yeah. And, you know, um, that's when we meet Lupin, too. Yeah. And you meet... Um, Wormtail, and mm-hmm. you meet the whole gang, the Marauders. So yeah. that's another reason why I like it as well.
0: Yeah. Um, I I would definitely also say Prisoner of Azkaban is my number two. Just because um, not only uh, because of Gary Oldman, a serious black, but my thing is, like, we didn't know what to believe. You know, we didn't know who was telling the truth, yeah. who was lying, you know, so like the whole movie, we're, we're led to believe that Sirius is the bad guy, that Sirius is the um, the culprit behind this all. You know, Sirius is the reason why Harry's family was murdered and why Harry barely survived. Yeah. And so that was something that I always liked. And I always – the other thing I really liked about it was the emotion because that's when we get introduced to the um, Dementors yep. and the Patronus Charm. Um and Lupin I love Lupin too Lupin is probably my close second favorite character yeah um but yeah uh and also th- I think that was the movie that I really started pay attention to film um like and how it's shot and how it's because it's it's a very dark movie
1: yeah, I was just about to say that movie's a lot darker than the previous two
0: and if anyone's confused um. I mean, it does have a darker tone, but I mean, it's it, the lighting is physically it's yeah it's a dark movie yeah
1: it's visually dark
0: <laughs> yes like even it, when when Harry's in the uh, the night bus mm-hmm. even it, the the lighting that they use in the night bus is very yes. dark dim lighting
1: which not sponsored but the night bus at Orlando Studios is amazing.
0: Well, then and, and we got the best tour guide for that. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah. And he thought you were he thought you were an escapee of Azkaban. Yeah, it was wonderful. Not sponsored.
1: Um, so no <laughs> Or
0: please sponsor us. <laughs> yes.
1: Please, Orlando Studios. Um, okay, so number three for me is the Sorcerer's Stone. Ooh. Which I'm kind of I'm kinda of surprised at myself because I thought I was gonna put that at number one because it's like what started it all. <laughs> and I remember going to the movies when I was like eleven or however old I was. It came out in two thousand one, so mm-hmm.
0: So I can't do math, so it was eighteen years ago you're twenty five so you were seven.
1: I was a lot older than that. I feel like
0: You're seven or eight then
1: I don't know where I got the number eleven from. We can't the moral of this story is that we can't do math um, but it was the first Harry Potter movie I felt I saw her first, first Harry Potter film I saw, and I just remember feeling like leaving the theater, just feeling like I just like anything was possible, and I loved the way that it made me feel and um. I just kind of put that as number three because it's not my absolute favorite, but I feel like I can't put it at the bottom. Yeah. Like, there wasn't anything bad about it at all. I mean, there's definitely some things that they left out from the book, um, but we're not talking about that right now. Um, As many of you know, we can rant about that for hours. But I just – I wasn't comfortable putting it further down the list because I do still – hold it near and dear Um, but I didn't want to put it up towards the top so I figured three was a pretty good rating for it Um, so that's why I put it at number three
0: do you know the UK title
1: the Philosopher's Stone
0: Good. I mean, and they, they say it in the movie don't, too.
1: Don't question that dog, okay?
0: <laughs> they say that in the movie. In the movie, in America, was still He's over here, like trying to catch me. Sorcerer's Stone. Um, okay, so for me, I'm trying to trip me up. My number three is your number one, The Goblet of Fire. Ooh. Um. So so like I said, the, the Prisoner of Azkaban is the first time I really started paying attention to film mm-hmm. and how things are shot. With Goblet of Fire, um. It was the first time I'd ever heard anyone say, piss off. <laughs> and uh, I loved that. And um, I really loved that we, you know, we saw more of Harry and Ron's friendship in this movie. That it wasn't just yeah. like, oh, we're best friends. The we'll first time always-
1: where there's <laughs> some conflict going on. Yeah. And-, and I hated that. Like, that, like
0: that cut you deep
1: yes like it made me so sad
0: Well, i mean best friends have to fight i mean you know brandon if you're listening uh you know i know me and him have gotten to fight but the other thing i really liked about the goblet of fire is it it made me really want to compete in a triwizard tournament (laughs) um and also and i'm pretty sure it was the same for you the first time we ever saw david tennant yeah um, before we got introduced to Doctor, Doctor who, who and really understood who he was, yeah, we just thought he was some weirdo flicking his tongue,
1: yeah, which, pretending to be Mad Eye,
0: yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, um, I can't think of the actor who plays Mad Eye, but he, him pretending to be David Tennant, pretending, pretending to, to be, be Mad.
1: See, and I love that. It's just like um, in the later films. I think Deathly Hollows part.
0: One where, where everyone was pretending to be Daniel Radcliffe.
1: Well, that and or
0: Daniel Radcliffe y- yes, pretending, pretending to be, them, to pretending, be pretending to yes, be Daniel or Radcliffe. Or when they
1: had, um, you know, Helen Bonham Carter pretending to be Hermione, pretending, pretending to, to be Bellatrix. Yeah. I just, I don't know why. I just love that. <laughs>
0: um,
1: <laughs> I think it's just hilarious to watch.
0: And that also, uh, that also. <laughs> Big thing for the Goblet of Fire, the last thing I'll leave on before we go to your number four, uh, it was the first time I ever saw Emma Watson as a very beautiful woman.
1: We apologize for the sirens in the distance.
0: Yeah, if anyone can hear that. Uh, the Blanket Fort hopefully should be helping. Um, but, you know, like, I I always thought, you know, Hermione was a good character. I thought she was a bit of an, a, a know-it-all annoying person. You thought she was a narc. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's totally a narc. But then when we get to God of Fire, <laughs> that's, that's the Fire... That's the title of this podcast episode, Hermione was a narc. Hermione's a narc, you know? I mean, Ron says it best in the Sorcerer's Stone, like, you know, the whole, like, you, you better you two better think of other ways to not get us killed or worse expelled like who puts what's worse than getting killed (laughs) like anyway point being Goblet of Fire they really showed that she is well
1: yeah she got all dressed up and bougie for that winter bowl and then Ron blows it I don't know if y'all you can hear that reverb i'm
0: sure they probably can <laughs> i apologize if my husband just busted your eardrums but ron you and you can you can test to that he blows it oh yeah he blows it that whole movie he
1: blows it the entire series
0: yeah until finally part two when yeah. he, he he finally mans up and kisses her okay okay you're number four
1: my number four is chamber of secrets Ooh. and the reason i put that more towards the middle was because like Eh. Like, that's just kind of how like, eh. I feel about it. I don't know. I know that sounds terrible, because that's when we get to learn, like, Voldemort's backstory. You know, we get mm. to find out he's Tom Riddle. And, yeah, that's really cool and everything. But, like, <sighs> Eh, like, that's all I can say about it. I feel terrible. Oh, my God. But, but like, I rate, I like when I was really thinking about it, like, I ranked... I was just thinking of, like, which ones do I want to keep watching and watch more frequently. Okay. And, like, the others that I've put before this, Goblet of Fire, Prisoner of Azkaban, and Sorcerer's Stone, like, I could watch those over and over and over again. But, like, Chamber of Seekers, I don't know why.
0: So, what you're saying is... I
1: just, like, I think, I think a big part of it is because that's the film... And the part of the story where nobody at Hogwarts thinks that they can trust Harry. Yeah. Because they think that he's got something to do with this. This well, is when we find out it, about Parcel time.
0: This is the first... You know, it happens twice. This is the first time, you know, then in the Half-Blood <clears throat> Prince uh, or... No, Order of the Phoenix... One of those. They also can't trust him. Yeah,
1: and I just didn't like that.
0: It's order of the phoenix. I just like, realized. like.
1: I know that. I know that it like it's there to cause conflict and things like that. And, but I just I don't know. That always rubbed me the wrong way. How everybody was being so like awful to him because oh, like that, they didn't. He
0: was the heir of Slytherin. Yes,
1: because they didn't trust him, Sounds and he's like
0: Slytherin. And he's like,
1: no, something is happening, but nobody's listening to him. So I don't know. I just I just I just eh. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so for my number four, it's the Sorcerer's Stone. Really? Not, 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 not more, eh. More you just, know, you
1: can't eh because you're putting Chamber of Secrets lower on your list. Just. So I'm just, I would just like to point just, that out. Continue.
0: Okay. Um, so the reason why Sorcerer's Stone is uh, my number four, it, it, like you said, it's it's what started it all. You know, like I'm sure I'm sure everyone listening who's seen all the Marvel movies, I'm sure the first Iron Man movie is somewhere in your top five ranked because it's what started the MCU.
1: Yeah. Um, you have to give it credit where credit's due. Exactly.
0: Uh the thing the, the thing that always stuck with me with the Sorcerer's Stone is they really showed how much the Dursleys do not like Harry. Yeah. And I I never liked that even when I got older and um like understood why, you know that they're, yeah. you know, the, the the this middle class, you know, London family and Harry's the outsider. No one can see me quoting. But in the moment when I was a kid watching it, I was just like, like, why do they got to be – why do I got to keep them in the cupboard underneath the stairs? Um, But it also kind of – kind of to reiterate your point, like, yeah, it made me feel like anything was possible. You yeah. know it it didn't make me believe in magic, though, like I had a lot of friends in elementary school who were like one hundred percent believed in magic, but it did it did kind of open up my imagination a little bit more that there is. Well, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna reveal something that's very embarrassing oh, right God. now. Oh God! This is not something that I've even told great about. Um, oh, when God. I was a small child, of an age that I've already established, I can't remember. Um, shortly after I saw *Sorcerer's Stone*, did you? I proceeded to speak in a British accent
0: oh, for the Lord. next couple days. <laughs> oh my God!
1: I don't know why.
0: <laughs> this is my wife, everyone. <laughs>
1: I just wanted to. Re- I just felt like now would be the appropriate time to reveal that.
0: Anyway, uh, number five.
1: My number five, almost smack dab in the middle. Technically, number four was smack dab in the middle, which was Chamber of secrets for me. Number five for me is Order of the Phoenix. Okay. And this is going to sound terrible, but the only thing that like. I like... Okay, it's not a bad movie. I mean, it's just kind of like Chamber of Secrets. I just feel kind of like, eh, about it. Like, the redeeming quality of that movie to me was Umbridge and how she was just so, like, evil.
0: That's redeeming?
1: No, no, I'm... Okay, just give me a second. Like, you not only had Voldemort that you were, like...
0: Putting all your hatred into. Putting all your hatred towards.
1: Now you have this bitch in a pink outfit, this, like, crazy cat lady, who's, like, the devil incarnate. And you have a whole new person to, like, hate. And I don't know. I just... I think it... I find it almost slightly comedic that they have such a... Like... Because... Because... Okay. I'm trying to, like, make sense <laughs> of what I'm saying. Okay. Order of the Phoenix is when a lot of the Ministry is completely denying that Voldemort's back. Right?
0: Even though, you know, he killed... Yes.
1: He they're completely denying he's back. Edward. So... I, we have the ministry saying, no, he's not back. He's not back. You don't know what you're talking about. He's not back. Um, and then we have Umbridge, who was, like I just said, like the worst human, human being alive. And I just find it just like ironic that, like, they're denying the existence of Voldemort, but...
0: But they have this evil person yes, employed Yes,
1: yes. And to I teach almost, children. like I said kind of a moment ago, I almost found it comedic like, how bad she was. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Like, it was almost slightly comedic how evil she was. And, like... <clears throat> The scene where she's like going around the school like fixing things up and then you keep seeing um oh my gosh, I can't believe filch. I just filch like hanging up all those other the rules. The rule the wall of rules. Like I almost found that comedic. Um and so I think that's why it's just number five for me. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. Yeah,
0: we should go ahead and point out this like, list. None of
1: these movies are bad.
0: None of these movies are bad. These are just, think, like,
1: our personal favorites. I think
0: we're discussing more so the rewatchability of each one.
1: I would say that. And, like I said, this is just our personal favorites. So, I don't want anybody to get on here and, like, message Rain and be like, oh, my God. Like, Sorcerer's Stone is, like, the worst. Or, oh, my God. Deathly Hallows <laughs> is the best. Like, this is just our personal
0: your voice of the people on the Preference, internet is... Yes,
1: that is what the internet sounds like. This is just our personal preferences. We are providing our unwanted opinion to you. Okay, so what was your number five? So my
0: number five is Chamber of Secrets. Interesting. Because, because I agree. Um, we, we get to know more about who Voldemort was. yeah. Well I mean technically he still is Tom Riddle. Well yeah
1: yeah yeah but,
0: but you know he doesn't go by the 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 name of Tom Riddle. Yeah. Um the reason why for me it's number five is because there's and it may sound petty, but even to this day, even though I know it's fake, I absolutely hate Aragog <sighs> so much <laughs> And if anyone hasn't seen it, which I can't believe you haven't seen, it, it's 2002. Yeah, if you haven't
1: seen this movie, get out from under the rock you're living and there's join a, the rest of society, so please. There's a,
0: so, 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 bit of clarification. So, in in the Chamber of Secrets, people are being mysteriously petrified. They don't know why, and because he just he knows everything shockingly, but he can't read. Uh, Harry and Ron go to Hagrid. Like I said, he knows everything. How how does this groundskeeper know everything and also be so innocent simultaneously? Um, so Hagrid is going to Azkaban prison because they think he's the one doing this. Um,
1: or he thinks it's one of his creatures.
0: Right. And so he gives Ron and Harry a clue to follow the spiders into the dark forest and it leads them to the um, Hagrid's, I guess you could say, like, first creature that he ever adopted, which is Aragog, a giant fucking spider.
1: And we should preface this by saying that Rain has a deep-seated hatred for spiders.
0: And it's, like, I can handle giant spiders, okay? I've seen Lord of the Rings. Shelob and all the ones in The Hobbit are just, it's awful. The reason why I don't like it is because they zoom in on his fucking just, Dead eyes, constantly, and it—it's terrifying, man. It just is. His—he has two giant eyes. than the, how many eyes do spiders have? Eight. Oh,
1: and eight <laughs> legs too. I think they have eight eyes. Jesus, eight. Oh no, I'm not a.
0: Arachnophile.
1: A bug person. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word.
0: But that's why it's so number that's, five. That's
1: that's your only reason why it's number five. Like
0: the rest of the movie is great. I love all the mystery. I love it and it is No, I know we were saying Prisoner of Azkaban is darker, and it is darker. Each movie progressively gets darker. Oh yeah. But I think Chamber of Secrets started it. Because mm-hmm. that movie is so dark. And has content that should not be for children. This
1: is kind of veering off the conversation we're having right now, but you just said, you know, as the movies progress, they get darker. Uh I've seen posts online that if you look at the title cards from each film, like they physically get darker and like the font gets a little bit more like aged. Kind of, and I just think that that's interesting because as the story progresses, the story does get darker.
0: Yeah. So. But like, um, like you know, like when Pe- when when Harry, I'm said Peter, I don't know why, when Harry is hearing the basilisk talking, and he's saying, you know, kill. Like it's so creepy for kids.
1: Oh yeah, that part freaks me out. The only part
0: old. of that movie that has any sunshine, and I'm using sunshine as a metaphor is gilderoy lockhart oh god freaking um i can't think of his name kenneth brana uh as gilderoy lockhart like he is the sunshine of that movie he's
1: the saving grace
0: of no no not the same grace. he's just the sunshine oh, he's okay. physically the sunshine <laughs> okay. because he's blonde and he's <clears throat> and then his book at the end of the movie is great and sidebar 2002 First time it, there's ever been a post credit scene, so oh, um, yeah. Not to say it, but I'm gonna say it. Eat shit, Marvel. <laughs> Please don't hate me.
1: Well, I mean that's like Harry Potter. The Harry Potter. This
0: was technically the first universe.
1: Well, and that in the first universe, it kind of started the whole splitting the final film into two films. Well, which brings me on to well, number six.
0: Well, hang on. Well, technically, Back to the Future. Okay,
1: that. whatever. Which brings me on to number six.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) um, I put number six and number seven together because number six I have Deathly Hollows part one and number seven I have Deathly Hollows Part two. Okay. Um I just put them down there because a lot of sad shit (laughs) happened. Um, I mean, I like that we get closure, and no. you see Harry defeating Voldemort, and you get to see Molly Weasley calling Bellatrix a bitch, and you get to see um, um, <laughs> McGonagall being a badass. Like, that's dope. But um, I think the reason I put those towards the bottom of my list is they're not, and I'm going to have so many of um, my friends dude, hate me you, for this you're statement.
0: you're about to alienate everyone.
1: Um, <laughs> When I think of the Harry Potter films, those are not the first movies that come to my mind.
0: Wow.
1: Like, well, i mean, not saying, like I said, cool. like we said this earlier, none of these are bad movies. It's just kind of the watchability factor and for my personal taste and my personal favorites, what I liked. Um, I don't know. I just wouldn't really watch those again. I mean, I loved seeing... Harry and Ron and Hermione kind of travel back through their history to get the Horcruxes and seeing how Harry defeats Voldemort and things like that. Like, I loved seeing that. I loved that. But it's just... It didn't stick with me as much,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: if that makes any sense.
0: Nah, I can get that. Well, since you did your six and seven, I'll do my six and seven. That's fine. So my, my six is uh Order of the Phoenix. Um because we really see Harry wanting to do
1: something.
0: Not necessarily do something, but he, he wants this to be over. Yeah. You, you know, you can really tell that because <clears throat> you know by this point Let's see. You know, we've had the Philosopher's Stone, Chamber Secrets, Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire. Harry's already gone through, you know, losing Cedric Diggory in the Goblet of Fire. You know, um, dealing with the drama of Prisoner Ask the Prisoner yeah. of Azkaban, which you know is probably the only movie of the series that has nothing really to do with Voldemort. I mean, like Voldemort had. I mean, they mention him, but yeah. It, it, it's not the focus. But, you know, and, and you could tell by this point, Harry's just done. He wants this to be over with. He wants He's to... He's had a
1: lot of death in his
0: life. Yeah, he wants, and he wants to fight and he wants to end this. Yeah. Um, and like you said, and then like I said earlier, you know, this is the second time... No, it's not this one. I'm sorry. It's the Half-Blooded Prince, which we'll get to. Um, but, you know, people start to uh, not... Really, not really, almost like they don't believe Harry fully about Voldemort yeah. being back, yeah. You know, and then he decides to start training everyone because Umbridge refuses to teach them ways to protect themselves, yeah. Um, and the other, and, and the other reason why the Order of the Phoenix is so low on my list is because we serious black die, man, <sighs> like, and they and and you know. And I know we said we were going to talk about the books, but what the fuck is that doorway? Like they they just expected us to know what it was. Yeah. And then you know, I mean, he was going to die anyway. Bellatrix hit him with the Havana Kedavra curse, the the killing curse. So he was going to die anyway. But then he just like falls into that door, into the, like like open gateway, and then like disappears. Yeah. Um. And one other thing I want to touch on with the Word of the Phoenix before I move on to my number seven is um, one of the things I liked about it was we can really see, like, the struggle of Harry trying to maintain who he is. Because that's when Voldemort was really messing with him. Yeah. And, you know, really seeing Harry trying to, you know, without saying, you know, sounding cliche... uh, you know, keep the light within him and the yeah. darkness out. But all right, so then for my number seven is the Deathly Hallows Part One because, like I said i I like the part. I like Part One, um, but it is it is more so just build up. Yeah, you know, it's build up to the final confrontation. I mean,
1: and that's how it's like one big cliffhanger.
0: Yeah, and that's I mean that's usually how these split movies are. Yeah. You know, even with, you know, like I said, with Back to the Future, you know, part two, part two was great, but it is, it was more build up and paying things off in part three. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was with this. The one thing I really liked about the Hollows part one is when they all take the Polyjuice potion. It's a break into the Ministry mm-hmm. of Magic. And Harry doesn't really know how to act yeah. as, <laughs> as whoever he's supposed to be. And he's kind of like, <clears throat> Hesitantly walking like
1: <laughs> Yeah. I, 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 that's probably one of my favorite because just kinda like what we were talking about earlier, you know, it's someone pretending to be someone, pretending to be someone, and I yeah. I just find that hysterical.
0: Uh but that also is the part where we get, you know, Helen Bottom Carter pretending to be Hermione, pretending to be Bellatrix. What have you said? Well no, I'm saying it, but that's that's the movie, you know. And then that's also the movie where, you know, we rode the Escape from Gringotts ride that was based on this yes. part one. Yes. Well I mean that's technically part one per se. It's yeah. just they had a lot of things that were in part one, which I think we just I think we were talking about it after we rode that ride at Universal that it seemed like they were filming Deathly Hollows and all the footage for that ride simultaneously. Probably. But okay so what was your final movie
1: okay I just realized that we didn't specify that our rating was a scale of one to eight one being the best eight being the worst or one being our most favorite eight being our least favorite no, I don't we think we, oh, okay well I'm re-specifying that because I don't remember if we specified that um, <coughs> um, I think we have the same last one I think we do too um, my number eight is Half Blood Prince
0: it's, it's the same for
1: well, me then, high five okay so the reason and like i said i'm gonna piss off so many of my harry potter friends (laughs) i don't remember this movie (laughs) like i've seen it more than once and i kind of genuinely remember what happens in it you know we get a little bit more about tom riddle's past and things like that but like
0: we do i don't i don't know we don't
1: because i don't remember this movie (laughs) why but in my brain i remember like nothing from this movie
0: the half-blood okay
1: and i i would just like to state that i've read other posts out there on the internet where people have said that the half-blood prince is like the least memorable one
0: so even I though feel like that one has the most traumatic scene of any harry potter movie that's the one where Dumbledore dies, man.
1: Oh well, yeah, of course, and that's another reason. Again, like I said, I don't remember anything. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I mean, it's also if I remember correctly, the movie, you know, where Draco is like really turning to the dark side. I guess one could say
0: trying to. He's but gonna. He's gonna. I don't know. Postfooting I, around like it. like
1: I would. I I just I've seen the movie more than once. I've seen all of them in theaters. I I just don't. Like, it's not memorable for me. Like, I don't know anything from the movie.
0: Okay, so... It's here,
1: so weird.
0: So here, let me rebuttal that. So, I feel the same way. To me, it's it's not the most memorable, but I do remember pretty much everything that happens in the whole movie. For me, the reason why I don't think it's very rememberable... Remember, yeah, I said that right. Um, is just like... They had a lot to set up. To get to the Deathly Hollows. Yeah,
1: I feel like a lot happened in that movie.
0: And there's a lot they left out. Again, like, I know everyone who's listening, and we said it multiple times around, we can talk about the books, but there's a lot of the Half-Blood Prince book that they really left out. Like, prime example, like, in the book, don't you find out, like, really early on that it's Sirius who's the Half-Blood Prince? And as kind of like a throwaway line at the end of the movie, Alan Rickman, uh, R.I.P., um, just kind of goes like, I'm the half-blood prince. like, And no one knows what that means unless they've read the book, which he's a... Uh, he's a... Uh, he's muggle-born, isn't he? Because he's not a pure-blood wizard.
1: If you don't know, Rain has not read the books. It's showing very heavily right oh, now. Oh, shut up. <laughs>
0: um, anyway, but like... But that one has the most, and I think, and I think I know why it's not the most memorable. And this is probably going to sound like a very kind of mm, like maybe not the right reason, but to me, the reason why it's not very memorable is because you know, like I said, Goblet of Fire was the first time we'd gotten a PG thirteen mm-hmm. Harry Potter movie, and Order of the Phoenix was PG thirteen, but then Half Blooded Prince was PG. Really? Yes. Hmm. And as I just remembered, you're right. We do get more about Tom Riddle's past.
1: Thank
0: you. I completely forgot. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was PG, which, I, you know...
1: For so much stuff that happens in... Because that's one of, like, the darkest movies. I <laughs> yeah, feel like Dumbledore. Of, I feel like of all these movies, the Half-Blood Prince is the darkest.
0: Dumbledore, yeah, Dumbledore dies. Um, and we see blood. Like, literally, there's blood when, when Harry uses the... Uh, um, I can't think of the, the the attack, the one that Snape wrote in the. the oh,
1: when he uses it on Malfoy.
0: And and, yeah, and it cuts Malfoy. Yeah. You always know, see Malfoy bleeding out. Like well, that's
1: a very violent scene.
0: Yeah, and Warner Brothers is like, ah, it's PG. Kids, kids, kids can see that, but. But, I mean, the other thing with the Half-Blooded Prince, or Half-Blood Prince, I keep saying... I keep saying Half-Blooded.
1: It's the Cruciatus Curse, by the way. For what? The spell that Harry cast on...
0: Cruciatus Curse is one of the Forbidden Curses. That's the... Or is it? Damn it, man. I knew we should have watched the movies again before we did this. Oh, well. It's not a big deal. But... I mean, so I'm just going to reiterate. All in all, all eight movies are fantastic. You know, you th- unlike Star Wars, this is one that you do have to watch in chronological order. I mean, if you're big Harry Potter fans like Ashley and I, you can skip around if you want to. But, I mean, I know there's been times where we've been like, you know, we're going to watch them in order. Back. Um, If... I'm, I'm going to ask you this. If you could have one of these movies, not necessarily be remade, but maybe retooled. Same cast, same everything. Like, like if you were in charge of it when that movie was being made, which one would it be?
1: It'd probably be Chamber of Secrets. Really? Yeah.
0: Because of all the things you mentioned beforehand? Yeah. Now, would you, would you try to make sure it was just like the book? Or just would have maybe realigned what they did.
1: Probably a bit of both.
0: A bit of both? Yeah. I think I think the only movie I would have done that to, even though it's really high up on my list, is The Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. Just because my biggest thing is they just kind of... They just kind of jump over uh, the Marauder's Map. Like... There's no. I can
1: kind of get that. You
0: know, because you know Harry. kind of
1: hop, skip, jump over it.
0: Yeah, like you know, here's
1: the Marauder's Map. This is who made it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know Fred and George give it to <clears throat> Harry, and you know, and it, you know, if anyone doesn't know, when you say you know I saw him swear I'm up to no good on the map, it shows you everything. It's an invisible map, and it shows you who created the map. Um, Padfoot.
1: Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and prongs. prongs.
0: which are Harry's dad, Mad-Eye Mooney. no, no, not Moony, a Lupin, uh, Wormtail, and Sirius. Mm. Did I miss anyone? No. No? Um, but the movie just kind of hops over that, like, because Harry's trying to sneak down to Hogsmeade, which we've been to Hogsmeade. It's magical. Um... And Fred and George capture him, and they decide, you know, here, here's the Marauders map. If you want, if you're trying to sneak off to Hogsmeade, this is the way to do it. And we just uh, expect to know these code names, you know, and but, but I'm sure to everyone who's read the books, they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. But that would be my only thing. Is I would I would make sure that we specified who the hell are these people who created this map. Yeah. But so.
1: Well, I guess let us know what you guys think in the comments. I don't know if you can even comment on these. No,
0: unless I post it to the Facebook page, which I tried to do, but I forget. So, well, let's...
1: let us know what you think. Like we said, this was just our personal favorites. This is not, like, the definitive ranking, obviously. We're just two random people giving you our um, unwanted opinion.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, this was a shorter episode, guys, but, you know... Like I said at the beginning, me and my wife had had this episode planned for, I mean, months. But Even
1: though it's been kind of a hot mess, but it's okay.
0: But, you know, we finally decided to do it because, you know, I don't have an episode planned until Jeremy comes back, which I'm sure he's happy that he's coming back. Um, but we hope you all enjoyed it. And uh, if you haven't seen a single Harry Potter movie and you've only seen... Fantastic beast movie. What's wrong with you? Exactly. What's wrong with you? Go rent them, watch them. I mean, don't pirate them. That's illegal. But if you're going to pirate them, pirate them. Whatever to watch these movies cuz they're fantastic. Um and uh we will see you next week.
1: Hi. Uh,